This is the TJ Show podcast. Got some drama unfolding in my household. You want to talk about it? Well, apparently, someone told my kids about the TV show Survivor. Was it Kenny? Because <laughs> no. Kenny loves that show. No. One of our family members let our kids watch an episode, and now they just assume they get to watch all the episodes. <laughs> and so my oldest daughter, Charlie, is a big fan because she caught an episode. And now my daughter, Willow, wants to watch it because Charlie wants to watch it. And it's like, they've got to go to bed. And they're saying, no, no, we want to stay up and watch it at 9 o'clock. Isn't it on at 9 o'clock? 8 o'clock. But it's an hour and a half episode. Okay, so 8 you're o'clock up till Eastern? 9.30. Yeah, like their, Eastern. Be- yeah, their bedtime is 8 o'clock. So yeah, no. how are you supposed to work that out? Well, I did a quick interview with my five-year-old, Willa. Hey, Willa. Hi. You have a request of our family tonight. Can you tell me what that is? I want to watch Survivor. What is Survivor? Minecraft movie. (laughs) Did you just say Survivor is a Minecraft movie? Yeah. Okay, can I tell you something? What? That's not what Survivor is. Yeah, it is. Can I tell you what Survivor is? What? A bunch of people get thrown on an island and they have to survive. And if they don't, or they get kicked off the island, they lose a game. It's a big game. I knew that. Now, she didn't know that. <laughs> no, she didn't. But she's insisting that she knew that. Now, she just said the wrong thing. Why did you think it was a Minecraft movie? Is that what her sister Charlie told her? No, she has no idea what she's yeah, talking she about, She just J-Bo. wants to go along with her sister. Right. I knew that. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, you did. No, you just said it was something completely different. No, I know it. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Straight away. By the way, you may have just caught, she just said straight away. Did you hear that? No, I was like, did she say throw it away or straight away? Straight away. So she's saying she knew that straight away. This is the effect of Peppa Pig on my kids. Straight away is sort of a, a British saying, right? Okay. I knew it straight away. And that's totally normal to that's her. That's hilarious. I think, it's, I think it's cute. Survivor is not for five-year-olds, Okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> Do you know sometimes they make people eat bugs on that show? Oh, yeah, I knew. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. What kind of bugs do they eat? They eat spiders. <laughs> All right, have a great night. Good night. It's time for bed. Bye-bye. Hope you can survive bedtime. Okay. Very confident. And, oh, my goodness. And uh, does not want to say that she was wrong. Then <laughs> I interviewed Humility my... Humility da- comes later, TJ. Yes, yes. Then I interviewed my daughter, Charlie, who started this whole thing. Hey, Charlie, what is your question for me? Can we watch Survivor? Charlie is eight years old. What was so great about this show that you want to watch it now? I like the obstacles, and also I like that they survive. Yeah, I don't think you need that in your head at this age. Trust me, eight-year-olds and nine-year-olds do. Why, why do you want to see Survivor? Because I like a guy named Brandon in the show. Do you know who Brandon is? Yeah. Uh-oh. Okay. Charlie does too. What? Who's Brandon? He had a panic attack on the first <laughs> obstacle course. What does it even mean if you get a panic attack? I have no idea. So they said that on the show and you just heard it? Yep. You see what I'm saying? It's for older people. Dad, I want to watch it. Good luck surviving bedtime. You did that with Willa's interview, didn't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't know you heard that. Come up with a different line. I just thought it was good enough to use twice. Why don't you go back to the joke shop? Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you survive her? She is brutal. Oh, man. Oh I know this is, this is my house. Survivor. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Kenny's a huge fan. I love the show. And I was around Charlie's age when I started watching season one. I think I was Charlie's age. Yeah, it's been, what, close to 20 years or more? It's their 45th season, so I'm over 20 years. I'm trying to survive life. I don't need a show to yes, teach me how seriously. to survive. I'm doing well. I made it very far. I'm with you, Jay, but TJ, it is pretty family friendly, and they have invented DVR and Paramount Plus where you don't have to stay up past yeah, your I bedtime. Know. You get paid for this, Kenny. I was trying to explain this to Charlie last night. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Even if we have it in our house, we're not watching it at bedtime. We have it on demand. No, you have to watch it while it runs. I'm like, what are you talking about? Everything you watch is on demand. Why wouldn't you think this would be on demand? She has a point because if you follow any Survivor social media accounts, you can get the results spoiled for she's you. Eight. So, she's eight. She's not following any accounts. Well, we don't know She that. is not on no, social media. I not. do know that. <laughs> this is the TJ Show. Yesterday in America at 2.20 Eastern. Well, technically they were two minutes early. I got mine at 2.18 Eastern. There was a nationwide alert, the emergency alert system being tested. It felt um, like less of a big deal than I thought it was going to feel like. I was driving home in my car, rushing to get to my kids, and I hear, and I go, oh, all right, that was it. That was it. It was almost like getting a flu shot. Like you thought... It'd be really bad, and then it's it's over already. It lasted like two seconds. Seriously, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, all that for this. All right. But our producer Kenny was out there on the streets waiting for that to go off, and you saw everyone on the street get their alert. What an interesting sight to be seen with everybody going to their phones at the same time. Also, like some older people who had trouble turning it off. Yep. <laughs> like it was two minutes early, at least five, six minutes afterwards, I was still hearing that alert sound from some people oh, in their wow. pockets. They were just like, I don't know what's going on. So Kenny did some interviews, got firsthand uh, response on how it felt. I mean, this is really big news, right? Everyone felt something at the same time. <laughs> yeah. A good question to ask, Kenny. Did you just get that alert on your phone? Mm-hmm. What did you think of it? Uh... I mean, I work with computers. I'm a huge computer nerd. I know it's for the government safety, but it's a little weird yeah. that something like that would happen when I don't exactly subscribe to it. Mm, yeah, see, don't have a choice. Right. It's forced this alert. Now, we get 1,500 other alerts, and we're happy with those. <laughs> we subscribe to <laughs> those, Facebook, though. Bing, Instagram, bing, email, bing. All by but choice. I didn't ask for this one that's going to potentially save my life <laughs> from an alien invasion. Like, I know it's for my own safety in the long run, but it's just like, if, like, the government can do this, who else can? Oh, okay. That's an interesting thought. I didn't think about it that way. So if they can access everybody's phone at the same time, perhaps nefarious characters can do the same? Yeah. And they can send a... Warning, just kidding. <laughs> what do you do if you if you do hack into that technology? Now you could send a message. What's the message? It's got to be like a meme, yeah, or something. some sort of a joke, right? Last year, didn't like um, one of those messages go out and it ended up being a joke? Maybe that was in the Midwest. Because at the time, I lived in the Midwest, and I remember receiving one of those messages. And in the message, it says something about there was Batman and Robin oh, on the loose. Yeah, and then see? another one was sent out saying, oh, that was just a joke. It was a test. It, was, it wasn't supposed to be sent out to the local area. Oh, no. I remember I, that. I didn't get that. That's an interesting thought. Why do you feel that way? I read 2600, if you don't know what that is. It's a magazine for working with computers. Okay. And the normal internet is probably the most unsafest one. Hmm. Where, like, working with, like, computers in the long run. Is that a real magazine? 
There, I, there was one that claimed she, she lost me. <laughs> Wait, so there's a normal internet and a not normal internet? I guess I've heard of the dark web. Is right. that what she's referring I, to? I don't know. Now I'm concerned. I thought I was on the normal internet and it was fine. I, I no Average clue. person just throwing their stuff out there constantly. Okay, well, yeah, huh. I, I can agree with that. I mean, everyone is just throwing their stuff out there. Did your phone just go off? No, I didn't. I mean, I got the alert, but... Didn't make any noise? It was ringing like, ooh. See, I would just... <laughs> it was ringing like, what, though? What, what sound did it make? It was ringing like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, it's not as... I thought this would be this really big event where everyone's like, yeah, yeah, man, I felt it. It was crazy. What do you think of that? That's good because that's like uh, for people to be aware yeah, okay, well, mission accomplished. Everyone's aware. Yesterday I was at a museum and when this alarm went off and I'm looking around and people were just like, yeah, they were going yeah, about their business. Okay. They took their phones out of their pockets or their purses and just hit clear. And it, like mine, mine went for two seconds. That's what I did. I hit clear and I kept it moving. Nothing freaks anyone out anymore. Yeah, no Everyone's been freaked out so much. Like it's really hard to freak <laughs> right, someone out. Right. Horror movies are going out of business. Yeah, People are just seriously. like, uh, yeah, no big deal. Did you guys just get that alert on your phones? Yes, yes, we did. We did. I heard it all over the street. Everybody got it. How'd you feel about that? It's well, good to know that, you know, they're doing their job and testing. So at least we knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that there was a lot of promotion around it. So we knew that at 2.20 it was going to happen. And I thought we were going to get a series of them. So it just came and went. Pretty uneventful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> On all my devices. So you like the idea of having an emergency alert system? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've already, just looking across the nation, the times that we've had catastrophes, that people didn't listen, they didn't take the warning, they want to leave their homes, and then people are at risk trying to save them from that catastrophe because they refuse to take action or they just don't believe it. I think it's important to communicate. If they have a, you know, when people don't get communicated with, they get upset. Mm, yep. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. You didn't tell us. You know, it's a, it's a way to just kind of... Let us know what's going on, you know, take shelter, run, there's a, you know, whatever, a meteor's coming, <laughs> you know, so I think it's a good, you know, to have the infrastructure in place if we need it, you know, it's good to know it's there. We're council women, actually, and I've been doing these listening sessions with seniors, and I keep telling seniors, and I work in home care, that they need to have their get-up-and-go bag and to be prepared. So this is just another way of preparing, especially people who are handicapped, disabled, they can't get out quickly. They need to have as much advanced warning as possible. Thank you for saying that. That's a really good point to bring up. Um, Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate your take. It was interesting to see everybody look at their phones all at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, and to hear hear it. it I I thought it was like a melody of warnings. Yeah, it's beautiful. Melody of warnings, (laughs) yes. At least it wasn't an annoying. (laughs) It was a... At least we all experience it together. You know, there's so many things dividing us as a people right now true. that uh, we all experience this together. It was a little bit of togetherness today. Yeah, that's yes, true. I didn't yes. That way, we yeah. were united in the emergency <laughs> response system test. <laughs> we'll take like a her. W wherever we can that's get right. it. That's right. A win it, is a win, baby. If it takes this little alert on our phone to bring us all together, fine. Fine. It's something. For a moment, we yeah. were all unified. Wow. Finally. It felt great, didn't it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> Let's get more of that. <laughs> uh, well, who's controlling that? Is that Joe Biden? 
What is he the one who's hit the message out? I don't know who the emergency, the national alert system. It's the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, which I guess he is the one ultimately in charge of it. So So maybe we sure let's give him credit. More of that. Maybe (laughs) maybe a little message that says "get along" colon parentheses because he doesn't know about emojis. Just a little smiley face. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. I think I think it could really help our nation here in America. But you know, we'll just we'll keep dreaming. We'll keep dreaming. Maybe something even cooler will happen soon. That was just the beginning. It's like it is. The little preview of what's to come. All this love and feeling the same thing in the air. Yes, producer Heather. I'm just waiting for the alerts to come in on everyone's phone when Taylor's at another NFL game. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, not that yeah. one. Don't misuse that thing. When I want <laughs> annoying alerts. I got enough of them already. This is the TJ Show. Can you tell me if this crosses the line? Is this overboard? Okay. There was a supposed fire reported in Glen Falls, New York. The fire department was called to a house, and it was a structure fire. That's how it was reported. Something was on fire. They saw smoke, everything. The police department shows up, and there's no fire. Just really elaborate Halloween decorations. It was so convincing Apparently, they just used fake flames with a smoke screen, and they had two LED lights, a box fan, a silver sheet, and a fog machine to look like smoke. The police department said in a statement, to our surprise, this was an amazing Halloween decoration. And they used, they didn't use a lot of things, very little things. That's amazing. Yeah. The display is going to be up until the end of October. The New York Post even reported on this story, saying you have to see it for yourself. The house was made to look like it was really on fire with fake flames lighting up, smokescreen clearing through the front windows. And uh, most of the comments on social media praising the homeowners for their creativity. One person said, might be a good idea to notify the fire department that you're doing this so they know if they get a call for it. Right. Now, that's a little dangerous, too, because what if you call? I mean, listen to this horrors, <laughs> this horror story brewing. If you go, hey, you know, my house, it looks like it's on fire, but it's it's not really on fire. And then what if it does catch fire? And somebody calls that in, yeah. and then they're not going to believe it. Oh, yeah. no, no, that's the one that looks like it's on fire. No, 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 I think it's really fun. No, we've had this phone call already. It sounds like a horror movie waiting to happen. Someone drove by, saw this home, looked like it was on fire, and called the fire department but they didn't bother to go see if somebody needed help. Yeah. <laughs> Cheapo. I know, really. Somebody else will do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You don't want to take a closer look. I've also, I've seen some of these decorations that are just really disturbing. Like, I think, I, I'm pretty sure I thought a clown was uh, killing a dog one time. Oh, no. But it was a decoration, you know? Not and it's a good like, one. Well, I, it just looks a little too real. And yeah. I it made me go, whoa, I double taked. And, uh, and I go, no, 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 that's a Halloween decoration. I don't know why you'd want that on your front lawn. Probably cost a ton of money to get it. Like I was just telling you, I was at Lowe's. Yeah. $300 for the creepy weird guy who's bent over with a beaker in his hand. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you really need that? And where do you store that? <laughs> where do you put that in the off season? Especially if you live in an apartment. Like, where's that going to go? Right. You know? And that just becomes like, yeah, like right next to the couch, you lie down on the side. Yeah. <laughs> I have some uh, neighbors that live in the townhouse across from me and- for every holiday, they put up different lights. So for the month of July to celebrate Independence Day, they put up red, white, and blue lights. March, St. Patty's, green lights. You get you get the point. So now that it's October and spooky season, I'm looking out of my balcony and I see the, the townhome and it's all orange. Like all the light inside their, their townhome is orange. I had to do a double take. I'm not going to lie because I was like, what's going 
oh, it's their lighting. And I was like, these jokers got me. <laughs> like, I thought something was up. I know. It just seems like so much work, too. It's yes. like you got to unscrew light bulbs and plug them in. Who needs all that? <laughs> I know producer Heather does this kind of stuff. Buying skeletons and dressing them up. It's like, don't you want to do other things with your time? I do not. And th- <laughs> the goal would be my co- that my decorations are so good that the cops get called. That is the goal for me. <laughs> the one goal in life producer oh, Heather has. No, I mean, they've got enough to do. Yes, producer Kenny. Well, they make these things now. I get ads for them on Instagram where you could put up some kind of, you know, sheen screen on your window and then light a projector against it. And it makes it look like shadows are killing each other. Oh. So you oh, walk past the house and you're like... With the knife, yeah. whatever it is. I don't like that. I remember in my old neighborhood, I thought this was clever and this was fun enough, but they just took like a shadow of an old lady sitting in a rocking chair. And it was kind of like a throwback to Psycho, Norman Bates' mom. And, you know, that was creepy enough. But yeah, the other ones, I think, yeah. <laughs> be a little too no, far. No, I don't like that stuff. I get no. nauseous when we start talking about this stuff. Yeah, I don't like scary stuff. No, I don't either. I'm like, chicken. <laughs> I'm just not into it. I don't like it. But. Boring. I know. <laughs> That's fine. Producer Heather's screaming boring in the corner. It's fine. I just hope they've arranged the LED plugs so there's no sparks or anything, right? right? I'm nervous. You know, we're getting nearer and nearer to Halloween, and I'm not a huge fan of the day. I mean, I like to steal some of the fancier candies my kids get. Nice. Because they don't care about those. I thought you were just going to say, I like to steal. I was like, where are you going no, with this? No, no, no. Were those originals? You like those? I, no, I don't want <laughs> Them butterscotch be hitting, Mom. I also, I uh, try to collect some. I shave some off the top when they have their candy. Mm-hmm. And then I go mail it out somewhere. People who want candy. And they're like, hey, what happened to my candy? And I hear them from a distance. I'm like, oh, you guys are eating it. And that's <laughs> if all. you show up no, with I Snickers, they're... I know where you got it from. Yeah, no, yeah. that's right. But our producer Heather is a very big fan oh, of Halloween, and yeah. you, you've done something horrible to your husband. <laughs> you surprised him with some information that he didn't know, and we get to listen in on this, Jabo. All right. Um, I picked out our Halloween costume for this year. We were doing a Halloween costume this year. Yeah, we're gonna do a couple's costume. I wasn't. No one told me that. I'm telling you that we're doing it now. I've already kind of like picked it out and started piecing it together and ordering stuff for it. So this doesn't seem like you're really consulting me on it as much as telling me we're doing a couple's costume. All right, well, here, I have the picture. Here's the picture. No. No what? I'm not doing that. <laughs> what, did, what did you show him? <laughs> I showed him the, the characters from the best movie of the year, Barbie and Ken, mm. but it's the roller skating Barbie and Ken. Mm-hmm. That's the best one. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you're not doing it? It's ridiculous. It's Barbie and Ken. Yep. Barbie was the hottest movie of the year. And it's the rollerblading outfits. And since you've taken a rollerblading again, no, yeah, you won't do this with me. No, no, hard pass. Right, we'll put a pin in this, and this. I don't think we need to put a pin. We'll put a pin in this, and then like we'll come back to this. I don't. Mm-mm. All right, love you. Are you sure? Oh, please make it do what it do. I want to see this. He would make a great Ken. Oh my god, I'd love to see right? that. Yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry for yes. your husband. I mean, I'm really on his team on this one. I would be very upset. Listen, sometimes you just have to take the L, you know, for, for your significant other. It's okay. It's like it's dressing like, it's like up one a, night. It's like putting a little hot dog costume on a chihuahua. Oh, it's so cute. They, no, they don't want to be dressed up. You're, you're trying do. to dress your husband up like a little toy dog. <laughs> yes, producer Kenny. I like Lewis, but I'm a little offended. What's wrong with being a Ken? Right? That's what I'm saying. This is not about you, Kenny. (laughs) This is about Lewis. No, I think Kenny makes a great point. Of course, these headlines continue to consume our world all over the internet. Travis Kelsey making comments that they're, quote, overdoing it with all the Taylor 
shots during the games. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, I, uh, I think that's a pretty bold statement to make, especially when the rumors are that he's dating her and that's why she's there and she's sitting next to his mom. But football fans are kind of getting annoyed, or at least the yeah, real hardcore ones. They feel the same way Travis does. They feel like people are overdoing it. I mean, I feel like people are overdoing it. Yeah, but it, it is interesting. To- I, I'm a big football fan. I don't mind at all. I think it's fun and funny. But he's a little close to the situation, which I think right. might explain why he feels a certain way well, about it. Well, can we overanalyze for a second? Go for it. You think Taylor's sort of annoyed thinking- or happy yeah. that the thing has become all about her? Does she just want to relax? I mean, see, we can talk about I was, this. I know. I was thinking about that, too. Well, how about this debate? What do we call this couple? Do we call them Trailer or Ooh. Tavis? Trailer. No, Tavis. Glad that Travis is joining in on the controversy. I think most football fans are Taylor fans, too, right? I don't know about that. I mean, there was a Giants game. Wasn't it the Giants game, I think it was? where Yeah, they played on Monday Night Football. And there was an ad being shown in the stadium, and people were booing. Yeah. It was a Taylor Swift Aaron's no. tour ad for her. the movie release on October 13th. Well, football fans can also be pretty brutal. Like, Kenny can be brutal oh, to yeah. the football players, but you probably wouldn't be brutal to Taylor. No, but I remember there was one time at a Jets game years ago the band Better Than Ezra played at halftime. Oh, yeah. The whole stadium booed them. Oh, my uh, and, and they were a good band. I like a couple of their songs. I thought they were good. <laughs> good, yeah. <laughs> but I remember this one guy behind us, and my friends and I still talk about this, but he shouts at the top of his lung, You're not better than Ezra! Oh. <laughs> You know what? Here's the thing, though. Uh, I had a friend of mine remind me that Taylor and Travis, they're not the original, like, pop and athlete. It was always Victoria Posh Spice and David Beckham. Those are the mm. originators. This is mm. the remix. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. History's repeating itself, yeah, J.B.O. Yeah, it always does. Even Look in the dating world. Another thing that's happening on the internet is apparently it's Fat Bear Week. Yes. yes. Which is something I had never heard of. Mm-hmm. But apparently, if you go to the National Park Service website, nps.gov, you can watch a bear like while it's been out for a while. And then before it hibernates, that same bear, they take a picture and you see... It's a much different bear. Like one bear looks <laughs> yeah. like Santa Claus. The other bear looks like a bear pup. Yeah, they have these before and after pictures with pretty cool technology that allows you to slide your mouse to see a picture of the bear taken in the summertime versus a picture of the bear taken now as they're preparing for hibernation. Bears spend six months in hibernation where they live completely off their fat. So these bears are bulking up and you can vote on your favorite bear that. for Fat Bear Week. Yeah, six so, months of just sleeping and living off your fat. Right. Yeah. It's, it's hot bear winter. And <laughs> because they're literally sweating it off while yeah. they're sleeping, right? It's a different reverse thing there. So this whole thing started yesterday. You can vote on the second round today. I believe it's 12 Eastern, 9 Pacific time. And it ends on Tuesday the 10th, which they call Fat Bear Tuesday. I want to know what the bears That's are eating to, to bulk up like that. I mean, they're like getting the big. Things. A lot of fish, a lot of salmon. Mm-hmm. You think a salmon could do that? These are yeah. uh, Alaskan bears at Katmai National Park and Preserve, and they're eating a lot of fish for I the most part. I would love to see their salmon order. Like, I get a pound and a quarter <laughs> for my family. It's definitely <laughs> uh, way more than that. I'll take 1,000, 2,050 salmons, please. And that's for one day. Yes. <laughs> Come on over here, producer Heather. I'm pretty sure it's honey and picnic baskets, right? That's oh, what they're yeah, feeding on. Right. Picnic basket. Yeah, it could be. 
This is the TJ Show, our news. It's a little bit different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story we can find, and then he gives us the very best ones. Kenny, what's happening in the world on this Thursday? You may remember before the writer's strike officially ended that Drew Barrymore announced that her daytime talk show would return without its writers. Then right before it was slated to come back, she changed her mind and decided to delay the return of the show. Seemed to upset the industry a tad. Really left a sour taste in the mouths of head writers Chelsea White, Christina Kinnan, and Liz Coe. Hmm. They've been writing on the show since season one. They have all reportedly turned down offers to return this season. Really? Sometimes sorry is not enough. Major bad, you gotta lie in it. Yeah, now they were very open about their disappointment when Drew initially announced that they were going to return without writers. They even picketed in front of the CBS studios in New York where the show is taped. One of the writers had a sign that I just love. Drew Barrymore famously was in the opening scene of the original Scream movie. Yeah. Do you like scary movies? So their sign had uh, the ghost face killer from Scream and the line... Do you like breaking strikes? Yeah. <laughs> that's clever. See, well, that's what you get when you have writers writing your picket signs. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're very clever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now the show seems to be scrambling to find new writers. They announced that they were going to come back on October 16th, but maybe that'll change hmm. now that they don't have writers. They need to find new ones. But there will be like 50 million people. A lot of writers are uh, looking for work. Right. right they're, they're so, ready to go. Somebody's so going to be at that front door. Somebody. Yeah, she'll find somebody and it's probably better for everyone. Kenny, what else do you have? Simone Biles is now officially the GOAT of women's gymnastics after leading the U.S. women's team to their seventh consecutive world championship last night in Belgium. Good for her. So Biles has 33 world championships and Olympic medals. This passes Soviet gymnast Larissa Latina. So she is the most decorated female gymnast of all time. I had the weirdest gymnastics argument yesterday. Really? My daughter has done gymnastics for a little over a year and I take them to the playground all my kids and my oldest daughter goes dad dad can you pick me up so I can swing upside down on the bars I'm like no I don't do that (laughs) come on dad can you pick me up I want to flip upside down no, Charlie, I don't like the idea of you flipping upside down with wood chips below you. And then she goes, I just need you to pick me up two inches. I go, oh, that's all you need? And then I pick her up two inches, and she does this flip over. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing? And she's, she's like, that's pro. it. That's all I want to do. I'm like, all right, cool. That's pretty impressive. Nice. All right. High five. Sorry about that. Misunderstood what you were saying. I thought you wanted me to like pick you all the way up, and it was strange. And all the other parents were like, wow, that's a lame dad. (laughs) She's a gymnast at heart. Yeah. Your mom is rubbing off on you, TJ. Well, come on. You don't want your kids to get hurt flying upside down on bars. I got my other kid who's three climbing up this spider web thing that they have at the playground. It's like, come on, guys. All right, let's get back on the screen. That's how they learn. No, no. That's how people learn, I'm not happy with the screens, and I'm not happy with all the madness at the playground. I don't know how to feel. It's too hard to be a parent. (laughs) Going back to Simone Biles. In the event, this event at the World Championship, she did complete a vault jump that's never been done before, and it's now named after her. It's like a triple backflip thing. It's amazing. <laughs> she Good pulled for that off. her. Kenny? She has quite a few moves named after her. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah. she's the GOAT. I can uh, go up the stairs and skip one step at a time. <laughs> so I have, I have a lot of work to do. That takes work, though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. No, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, lower body strength. I'll show you that sometime. Okay, it's pretty awesome. all right. Kenny, what else do you have? A new lawsuit has been brought to the courts. It's X versus X. 
What does this mean? So it means Elon Musk's ex, formerly Twitter, is being sued by a marketing company based out of Florida called X Social Media. Mm. Now, many speculated that this might be an issue when Elon dropped the Twitter brand in favor of X back in August. So this could be the first of many lawsuits. X Social Media claims that Twitter's change to X has caused confusion in the social media space and that people have assumed that X Social Media and X were related. They also are claiming financial losses. Now, there are hundreds of trademarks in the United States for X involving something in the technology sector. So, like I said, this may be the first of many lawsuits to come. Well, who knows? For Elon, you know, it's probably just annoying and he's like, all right, take a Tesla. Here's 500000 Take a Tesla. Yeah, get out of my hair. I mean, if it's affecting their pockets and their clients, it's causing confusion with their clients, well, I guess it's worth sure. following through. They are seeking damages in the amount of three times its losses or Elon Musk's ex-profits. What? Wow. <laughs> well, wow. listen, shoot for the stars, lay on the moon, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're also <laughs> filing an injunction for the, from the court that would prohibit the continued use of X for the former Twitter platform. Okay, we understand you want all the profits of X, but could we settle for buy one, get one free coffee at Dunkin'? What do you think? Hey, you, go big all right, go fine. Home. A packet of them? Yes, you get 10 coupons. All right, great. We're in. We're in. Kenny, what else is going on? A 75-year-old man who got lost in the woods at Sequoia National Park in California on a hunting trip hmm. was found alive by his friends after four days without food. Four days? That yeah. is impressive. How do you survive out in the wild for four days? I don't know, because I can't survive. I can't miss a meal. Well, I want to learn, j That's why I'm asking. Well, I do, too. He was able to sustain himself by drinking water from a creek. Uh-huh. He sheltered under a rock at night when it got cold, and mm-hmm. he was extremely clever because he was able to start a fire using the reflector on his rifle to spark his hunting permit. So he had his hunting permit with him. A paper permit. He's able to spark that to create a flame, and it was the smoke from that fire that led his friends to his location. How about that? Good thing he didn't get caught without his hunting permit. Right. I'm impressed he kept the fire confined, you know? Because I can be cutting scare out in the woods. Yeah, it's I, great. It's a great I know skill how to start also. a fire, but not without a spark. <laughs> I need, actually, with a match or a door flame log. <laughs> let's, let's get even more crazy. Well, I guess this is like when you take a magnifying glass to yeah. the sun, which on Survivor, at least, it looks pretty easy when they do it that way. But yeah. I'm only judging it based on what I've seen on television. I tried that when I was a kid, and I did make something smoke one time. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's physics for you. One of his friends said, when I was praying to God, please give us a sign or something, give us a good indication, then the smoke lit up that same day. So they feel this prayer was answered and that this recovery or this rescue mission was a miracle. Praise God for that. Miracle. Four days out there, no food amongst wild animals. That's a miracle. Thanks for keeping us somewhat informed, Kenny. That's what's happening. 